football didn't come home, but the Premier League has returned. Here we go. How are we, Tate? All good, thank you, Jack. All good. I was waiting for you to say good evening. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I changed it up because I was thinking, what do I say here? <laughs> good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. How are you? Nice yeah. Christmas? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yes, no, very good. Very nice. Um, yeah, it seems weird doing a doing a podcast on a, was it a Wednesday today, yeah, Tuesday? middle of the day. It feels very peculiar. But Wednesday at two o'clock in the mm. afternoon. Yeah, um, but I hope everyone listening had a good Christmas and looking forward to the new year. Um, yeah, we're, we're back, I suppose, like the like Tate said in the intro and... Yeah, Premier League has returned. This might be the normal. I mean, this is our full-time job. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is maybe what <laughs> we're out of our comfort zone. Like, yeah, this is not not our natural setting. But, but no, I hope all the listeners, like Jack said, had a lovely Christmas and are looking forward to New Year and enjoyed, obviously, the return of the Premier League. Mm. Um, it's what the podcast will be about mainly, um, running through the Boxing Day games and or selection of Boxing Day games and the games from last night. And yeah, so without shall we shall we start yeah. the teaser? I think. Yeah, go on, yeah, sorry, go straight into it. So, Wolves were bottom of the league on Christmas Day. However, only three teams have ever been rock bottom on Christmas, but safe in May. Can you name them? Good question. Premier League history this is, of yeah, course, not um, before that. Um, only three teams have been rock bottom at Christmas, but safe in May. Can you name them? Alright, yep, come back to it. <coughs> Perfect. So, the World Cup finished. The first game of the new, of the uh, what the return to the Premier League was Brentford versus Spurs, the twelve thirty kickoff on Boxing Day. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll let you start this. Should we start <laughs> the team team news then? Yeah, no. Let's like we normally do, sort of go through the team and the game uh, goals and maybe some uh, talking points or whatever, and then yeah, we'll go into probably me ranting about Spurs. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so team news for Tottenham. I mean, I haven't got it here, but off the top of my head. Yeah. It was pretty much what it should be, apart from, our, I'd say our back, I mean, Perisic and Doherty do play, Doherty plays here and there, but, mm. yeah, the back three and the goalie, I mean, yeah, I've got just, just, when you see it, I mean, you have so many questions, you're thinking, like, what, who, why, that, you raise your eyebrows, but, yeah, go on, go on, I said I've got go a, through. a note here saying, very weak back six, so, obviously, yeah. um, Fraser Foster in goal mm. with Loris on the bench, which mm. is... I didn't think Loris would be in the squad anyway, but then when he was in the squad, he's if got you, to play. Yeah, if you're fit enough or ready or whatever you need to do and you're ready on the bench, you must play. So you're Loris, you must play. For that, for me already, that raises eyebrows of Fraser Foster's in goal. If, if, yeah. you're, if you're a Brentford player, Brentford, you're already thinking, oh, this is a yeah. good chance. It's his Premier League debut yeah. for Spurs. He has an immediate for, weak spot. Sorry. Um, actually, from the top of my head, left wing back was Perisic, who does yeah. normally play. Yeah. Langley, I think, is trash. Yeah, he's a he he's a first team regular, but not always playing. Yeah. Blah blah. But yes, Dyer, um, Tanganga's first start for like a year a was year. it? Something a whole like year. Forster's first start in the Premier League for seven months. He played for us in the cup against the Forest, but yeah, an actual start in the Premier League seven months. Like you said, Tanganga a year. Doherty. So I said he does play, but Royale's not say Royale's first choice. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad. It's yeah. They're both as bad. As, well, I don't know if they're both as bad as each other. I'll let you answer that one. <laughs> they shouldn't be, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But um, yeah, Bentacore suspended. Yes. Yeah. And then obviously Richarlison injured, wasn't injured, it? Was, yeah. Was it you normal front three up front? Yeah, Son, Kane, Richard, um, Kulusevski. Like that's pr- 
probably our best front three. Maybe mm. people choose Richarlison over one of the others, but mm. yeah, I would say that's our best front three. And midfield two of Hoiberg and uh, Basuma. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to talk about, I guess. But yeah, yeah. It, apart from the the back six, like you said, it's it's pretty standard. I mean, prior to going into the game, I did have a sneaky suspicion that it would be a tough game. Brentford, yeah, I mean, Brentford I, look a good yeah. team, don't they? Yeah, I'd, like it seems like always every Tottenham performance, but I didn't. Th- I just didn't think it would be that bad. But yeah. So it started off. I didn't. Wa- I actually missed the first ten minutes or so. Mm. I literally turned it on, and within within literally five minutes, that Brentford had opened the goal. Yeah, he scored in the Such a minute. sloppy, just deflected double deflection, shotgun yeah. wide, hit the clock, yeah. hit the goalkeeper. As, that's the thing. Son doesn't hold the ball up. He gets the ball played into him. He loses control. They take possession. Tanganga then his first mistake of many lose the header out to Tony, um, and they go on. And like you said, it ends up with that that fella who. Sort of hits a pass, turns into a shot, hit the flex, comes off the goalie, then uh, Jan out there, midfielder, runs through, and obviously just bundles it in, and yeah, you're 1 0 down. And it's just not that it was out of nothing, we weren't dominating the game. It just, I don't know, we, I was sitting there talking to my brother and dad watching it, and suddenly turn around and they're 1 0 up. It's like, oh, here we go. And you, you look at it and, again, yeah. Like you said, you're just calamity of errors and deflections, it, yeah, ends up in the goal. And then. I think he really got much of a... He had a couple of here and there chances in the first half and then Tony got played through, mm. um, rounded the goalkeeper and then obviously ruled, up, ruled yeah. out for offside. But that was a... It was tight. It was obviously offside yeah. but he could have held his run and that could have been well, that, quite that's easily. That's said here. I mean, that's what I want to say is that that offside goal, it rightly so offside, but it just sums us up. Basuma got the ball in the middle. There was no real pressure on him. Yes, everyone talks about the pitch and the bobbles, whatever, but mm. Basuma controls it and then he dilly-dallies on a ball for about what seemed an eternity, maybe it was, mm. what, a couple of seconds, gets the ball nicked off him, and they run through, and Tony's offside, but that just summed us up for the whole, until about the 60th, 70th minute, that mm. that was Tottenham, that 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 little moment, just that was Spurs mm. on that day. I mean, from your point of view, I remember I can go off what you were saying on the group chat, it's just so, so frustrating to watch. Mm. Um, obviously, you've had 44 days off, and nothing's changed. No. You, you would have think maybe they would have got, a, some of them players obviously were, didn't go to the World Cup, mm. you could make a, but it's the same same Spurs that it was just, before. No, yeah, that's and, it. and you, you talk about, like, mention certain players, but I'll pick out Doherty. Like, surely you can be good enough. Like, surely you can play well enough to cement your position as a right back, as a right wing back for Tottenham. And again, like you said, you come back against Brentford, just nothing. Just not, doesn't offer anything. Doesn't look like he has any fight. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's very, very frustrating to watch. What's um, up with Jed Spence? But that's what I'm saying. Didn't you sign him for like yeah. 15 mil? That's like that. what's, what's wrong with Jez Pence? Why? He must be really bad. He must be all for... <laughs> what, what, is, what are we looking at? Why have we bought him? Why have we bought this player? We're not even going to give him a chance. Doherty and Rauer are all for, essentially. They're, they're knowing it. They're Premier League, maybe, but... Do you know what I mean? If we think who Tottenham think they are, then, then mm. we're never going to get anywhere with players like Doherty and Rauer. So, mm. why is Spence not good enough? Why, why is Lloris too good to sit on the to sit on the bench and not play. Why is forced to be in thrown in goal? Why have we got mm. an absolute oak tree of an of a goalie doesn't doesn't play in seven months and gets thrown in goal. We just there's so many questions, there's so many so many things to mm. talk about. Well it end, it ended one 0 going into the break and I heard on match there that it was Spurs trailed at half time seven of their last eight games in all comps. Yeah I've got here nine nine games in a row conceded the first goal. We've lost four out of five Three three of those losses were in the league, and we got beat at Forest uh, in the cup. And even the first game of the season, Southampton, we go one 0 down. Hmm. Leicester, we go one 0 down. 
yes, we won those games comfortably, but Bournemouth two 0 down at half time. Yeah, it's just it's a common theme, and it. I mean, it, it sort of goes away from how we want to format the chat, whether, but um, it just it keeps happening, and it can't be. Jeremy you know, Conte's supposedly this elite manager, highest of the high, and wins all these trophies, wins all these games, but surely you. You must be. What's he doing? What is essentially? What are you yeah. doing? What is going on? This something must be obviously deep rooted wrong in that. Oh. in what's the setup? Or yeah. and then it's frustrating looking into it. Must be something. Must be so right at half time. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Is he doing it on purpose? Making yeah. himself look good at half time. Exactly. Look at me. That I'm, I don't I've know. heard is like, is he doing it? Because then at the end of the game he go, look at me. I went in the half time. Told him do this, do that, and we won the game. We drew whatever. We lost. We come back from losing this. It's mental. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't simply doesn't make any sense. And the question is, what is Conte doing? So what is Conte doing? Do you say nine games on the trot? Nine games in all comps. So that's that was Champions goal. League. That's yeah, league games. That's in the cup. Yeah. Because yeah, even that Marseille, Marseille game exactly that. the first exactly goal. that. Um, that's pretty. Yeah. Darn, it, like, why are you starting so slowly all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal. Arsenal don't do that. They're top of the league. City don't do that. They're they're currently third, but they're going to be battling for the title. Newcastle don't do that. They're they're miles ahead of us. Miles ahead of us. This is just me. Do correct me if I'm wrong, but off the top of my head, it doesn't seem like he's also making wild changes at half time no. to like, oh, I'm taking, I'm going from no. three at the back to back to back. We, to four we the play back. the same formation. We play the same players. You don't. He doesn't like some managers. Like you saw the World Cup, uh, yeah. Deschamps brought on two players just for half time. He's not. He's not like you said. Not bringing on a, a mad sub and going right. He's going to change the game. He just suddenly come out and we. We just. Did, play slightly better we just impose ourselves on the game and we actually get hold of the ball we want to go forward we play with a bit of purpose it's just it's ridiculous there's no no winning team no successful team has ever played like ever mm. and that's off the Tom Ed and I'll argue with anyone for that then that, that is yeah it's ridiculous and like we were just saying Spurs normally come out in the second half look like they improved but within mm. nine minutes they really hadn't no and it was 2-0 oh Let's talk about it. So it, I think it came from one long ball, didn't it? And Dyer. Dyer yeah. absolutely sliced yeah, it. Yeah, just calamity. That's just a <laughs> calamity clearance. But I would say just for that, 53rd the minute. Penalty, yeah. yeah. 53rd minute, Sorry. Ben Mee on, on Kane. That's a penalty for me. Stonewall, 100% penalty. I know you say you'd have examples, and um, I can think of Saka recently when he got thrown off the ball by Mings, I think. I've put here penalty shout on Kane, question mark. And I've... I've, I've Probably he probably is a bit biased, but not for me. I think because Kane's got his arms on him as well. Mm. No, they're both. There is a bit of both, but Ben Mee is not looking at the ball. He's not even. He has no idea what's going on. He's totally lost, and he's essentially bringing him down, like rugby tackling to the floor. And Kane's trying to get up and use his strength to get to the ball because he knows he can try and score, but it's just a foul. And that's some of the decisions that have gone on recently. Again, refs VAR. Um, that's just a penalty, hundred percent. And Kane's obviously a very clever player, and he's. He knows exactly. Kane also knows yeah. exactly what he's doing in that position. Where he gets him. He's probably got a bit of his shirt or something. Yeah, they do a bit of both. And then as soon as the it, the main action happens, the the player that wants to foul throws his arms up. And it's probably one of them where the ref gives it, Varane overturning. Exactly. It. But if he doesn't give it, they're also going to say. Yeah. So it's, this is this was actually just to jump in there. This was mm. the first weekend um, of the season that um, Howard Webb is now in charge of the refs. Yes. No wonder May United won. <laughs> Slip that one in there quick. <laughs> no, but so the, the um, I might have misquoted this, but now the terminology is sort of clear and obvious. Apparently, it's now been changed to if it doesn't jump out of you at the screen. Oh God, that's what it's they like kept using on Amazon. Like, I I hated uh, Amazon's coverage, whatever that was. Uh, and they get Chris Foy on. Yeah. So who's the other one from Sky? They get that 
ex-ref. Oh, Peter Walton. Peter Walton. BT get him on, don't they? And, yeah, BT, sorry. And, yeah, now Amazon have Chris for it. It's just oh. embarrassing. They All the refs do is agree with whatever happened. Mm. They just go, yes, and he's made the correct decision. No, mm. just say it how it is. It's, it's wrong. Yeah, it's so wrong. Howard Webb's in charge, and, yeah, the, the new terminology is if it, if it jumps out uh, the screen at you. It just... So did that jump out the screen at you? <laughs> <laughs> I was jumping at the screen, <laughs> giving a penalty. That's what I was doing. But, yes, 60 seconds later, Eric Dyer. That's all that happened. It just... No pressure on the ball. A nothing ball from Brentford. He goes to clear it with his left foot. Literally comes off his shin pad. Like, mm. that is like Sunday league. What did you say on the chat about <laughs> to Jake? If, you, if your four-year-old son oh. had done that. Yeah, if, as league, I said, Jake, one of our friends, Jake, is his little lad, Lucas. He's <laughs> only four, I think, four or five. If he'd done that, I'd be fuming. You'd be fuming. <laughs> You'd drag him off. You would not play football for the rest of the year. Embarrassing. <laughs> so, Dyer, yeah, shanks it out. Not just for a throw, for a corner. And I think it was the commentator... Um, who said at the time and goes, oh, if they score off this, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, just a bit, yeah. And yeah, ball comes in, no no contest with a flick header. Mm. Tony floats in the back post and 2-0. Yeah. 2-0, and I thought that's that's got to be game over. Mm. I, I didn't see Spurs coming back from that. But again, that seems to be the trigger that sends a rocket up your arse. Yeah, suddenly, we, I don't know, our players, Kane, the likes of Kane, Son and all the rest of them, they, yeah, like you said, they'd suddenly turn it around and... We'd suddenly play well because your bo- your goal sort of came out of nowhere. It was about yeah, it was it was ten minutes nothing. later. It was a yeah. um, nice little ball into yeah. um, Kane, right? from Longley. Yeah, and then um, Kane's yeah. stooping header, fantastic yeah, header. header, back sending the ball back where it came from. Loops over David Raya, two one out of nothing. Yeah, and at that point, at two 0 like you said, I was oh god, like we've just lost. Whatever we're gonna do here, and then we score, and then suddenly you get a feeling like oh we can actually do something because that goal was out of nothing. It was almost quite easy that. Like if we actually applied a bit of pressure to Brentford, we could we could get something out of this game and yeah. So like you said, Kane scores header and what five six minutes later that yes. man the Viking steps yeah. up. <laughs> You're gonna have to start issuing these apologies. <laughs> <laughs> How did he play? I didn't really watch the game like thoroughly, but I know he scored again. Yeah, I'd say well like most of them up until the 65th minute. They're awful, awful, yeah. awful, and everyone just will be listening and saying, "Oh, you've just been biased," but. Basuma, after that goal we scored, he improved quite dramatically from what he was. Obviously, he was at the lowest and low. He couldn't be playing any worse. But uh, but for Hoiberg, for me, he doesn't change. He could be... We could be rubbish. He'll be... He'll be he doesn't, you don't notice him. We could be really good. You don't notice him. Uh, Hoiberg, just uh, just leave now, please. I can't stand the bloke. <laughs> so that was my verdict on his performance. Nice little goal that came down to him. Took, took one touch and then smashed it in the corner. Yeah, no, good finish. Um, Good, all, all the work from Kulusevski, um, who was quite frustrating to watch, actually, all game. He was like, again, similar to Doherty, some of the other players. They've not played in the World Cup. They've had time to train and rest or whatever they've been doing. And I just thought he'd be so much better than he was. And mm. it just nothing nothing was coming off. But until that moment, he jinked past couple, got the return off Doherty and, and slotted it back. And Hoiberg put it in the corner. What about masks, um, masks on? Not really it's replicating no, the mask. Kane. No, he's not. <laughs> Heritage. Son, it looks like we've. We have literally just got a random South Korean and said, "Yep, you'll do." <laughs> Son, I don't know. I don't know what's happened to him. I really, I mean, obviously Conte and the people should know. Maybe they don't, and if they don't, then I'm gonna have no idea what's happened. So yeah, he's again just nothing like the player that we expect. Yeah. So um, shortly after the equaliser, um, I think it was uh, Ivan Tony who played through in Bemba. <laughs> 
rounds um, rounds Forster mm. and goes down and obviously I was like penalty got to be better and the ref blows up and I'm like here we go horrid oh, <laughs> like, oh damn yeah. get the bar let's have a look yeah. oh my god it's terrible I was going to talk about that <laughs> incident later on as terrible, we, terrible as we go dive. to the talk but yeah just um, yeah it's a horrible dive <laughs> what I did quite like about it is he did get up and just smile he was like, yeah. yeah but he knew he knew he and, me. yeah he, I mean there was Doxy done something very similar up the other end and it mm. all led into that but I'll talk about it later but yeah so, terrible um, dive terrible dive and then just I think it was about two minutes to go Kane hit the crossbar then he with a header yeah uh, long ball when he got the head of Rhea mm-hmm. that could have been that would have been typical Spurs yeah. like lost but and not, I wouldn't say a few games wouldn't it like we're brilliant look at like we deserve but at that moment if we'd have scored you'd gone yeah fair enough like they, we turned it on and we went for it and yeah Kane's head had nearly snuck in but and then again Tony had a chance moments mm. later didn't he so it must I, be for you really frustrating to watch that how you can't bottle that 30 minutes from oh. the 65th to the 95th how yeah. can you not bottle that Yeah, and, and how not, you're playing like that and yeah. produce not, I know you can't produce 90 minutes yes, of it exactly. but you can produce some of it in the first half like none of it comes in the first half it yeah. is dire it's just yeah and it's like you just said but I don't, not, I don't expect us to be right that half hour we're brilliant so right every game from zero um, minute zero to 90 we're going to be bang on like that, that's not expected but it's the way you go about playing so the second half basically surely we can at least start a game and play the game like that we might, we might not score we might don't misplace passes Kane's touch might be rubbish but at least implement that sort of style of play and and it winds me up when Conte comes out after and he says like, oh, yes the intensity and everything was much better in the second half but well, what are you saying before the game or lean up to the games that for the first half, at least, we're playing so bad. It just, it's so annoying. It's mm. yeah, it's very, very frustrating. Um, and yeah, it was like you said, that was after um, he hit the bar, and Tony had a chance. That was full time two all. Oh, it just seems a, a frustrating, frustrating result for you. It does. I mean, but in terms of the performance, it was, it's we're lucky to get a point. Really, would you have taken a point before the game started? I know it's all hindsight uh, now. Uh, not I would have taken, but. I sort of would have not expected, I don't know, one of them, like, is what it is. It's Brentford away, first game, Boxing Day. It's, it's traditional, like, it's not quite the, Not the worst result in the world, is it? No. And when you go tuna down and you play horrific like we were, it's, it is what it is. But, mm. yeah, just quickly on Brentford, they they just are a good team at home. They just, they mm. is what it is. They, I think their record under Thomas Frank, uh, whenever they've scored first under Thomas Frank, they haven't lost. Yeah. So, I think it's like, 16 games like 13 mm. wins or something, something stupid th- three draws something really like really good like a really good record and yeah that that game was a perfect perfect bit of evidence for that mm. and everyone was going on about the pitch and it wasn't a grey and blah blah but Brentford played absolutely fine they mm. they understood that they went a bit more direct they weren't playing long ball all the time but they avoided trying to make short 10 yard passes passing, and passing sake yeah. yeah and they were, they were going into Tony and, and Buemo and, and they were good really they were, they were good and mm. Yeah, just awful performance from Tottenham, to be honest. Yes, I've got a quick note on... Um, int- int- I think, don't quote me on it, I apologise if I have got this wrong, but I think it's the 18th or the 19th game of the season, we've played 16 now, 15, 16 games, that the, the yellow card ban um, moves to 10. So obviously if you get five yellows, you get one game ban. Yeah. Um, Spurs have got a few tough... I've got four... The next prim- four Premier League games are Villa, Palace, Arsenal and City. Um, they've got Kane and Basuma both on four yellows. Mm. So, 
Uh, It'd be nice for Kane to be suspended for North London Derby, so he can't score his obligatory penalty. That would be timing, wouldn't it? (laughs) I'd say Basuma could. That's easily going to. He's going to get booked at some point. He'll get booked next game (laughs) if he plays. Um, Yeah, but But that Kane one is a one to to watch out for. I hope not. Yeah, hopefully he'll probably get booked at the weekend because he knows that. So we had Jesus on a um, on a yellow for quite some time, but obviously he ain't playing for for a little while. Um, Was anything else you want to add on add on Spurs? Um. Yeah, just about like, exactly what I said earlier. But why? What are we doing? Why are we playing this? Similar to what you mentioned, Spence and why? Like, what does Spence need to do? Why is why is Doherty so horrible? Tanganga should never play for Tottenham again. Eric Dyer, I don't know what's happened to Eric Dyer. What level do you think Tanganga is? Crystal Palace, Everton, nah. Wolves, or champion, or, or a good championship? I I reckon top champ, like Norwich City. I reckon a top champ. And if they got promoted, so he'd probably play for Forest. Could at this current moment in time, someone like Everton? Yeah, he's mm. you, you, you. Were ex- I was excited by him when he first come come in, and obviously, yeah, youngster like through the academy, all the rubbish. But yeah, he's it's too it's too long of a time to suddenly go. Right, so okay, keep mm. he's young, he's young. No, he's you've had he's your um, you've if had we want to be that period, team, yeah. yeah, if we want to be a team that's trying to win things or. Battle in, in top six, he's nowhere, nowhere near good enough. Yeah, nowhere near it. Um, and the weird thing is with this season, like I know you've played a bit more, you played a couple more games than the teams around you, but mm. you're sitting fourth place, two points off Man City, mm-hmm. and you're sitting a point above Man United and four above, five above Liverpool. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I got here. The, um, I think six above Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. From this point last season, we're one point better off than mm. the current. After 16 games, we're one point better off than we were last year. Scored 12 mm. more goals. But mm. like I just said, why Why does it feel so terrible? It feels like we're mid-table and mm. it's just absolute dross. Yeah, there's yeah, there's plenty to talk about. But again, back into our squad. There's nothing. What, what does he do? Just look at the bench. He looks at the bench. We've got out, out of those subs, the nine substitutions at the weekend. We had six first-team regulars, all defensive options. Lloris, Skip, Sanchez, Royale, Davis, and Sessignon, who plays left wing-back. And just and then three young, because we had Gill, I think Saar, who's never going to play, and then Harvey White, who's I think he mm. might be a left-back or something like that. He's never going to play. Gill gets thrown on here and there. He's 18 years old, mm. about four stone, piss wet through. Like, he's yeah. just, he just isn't... I just don't get it. I just don't understand what he's going on. Why is Larice not playing? Why is Ben Davis? Ben Davis, what what's wrong, little gentle Ben? Why are you not? Why are you not playing? Is he not in the squad? No, he's on the bench. Oh, right. But because what Wales got knocked out of the group stage, he has to have a week off. Like, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot wrong. Yeah. There's a lot wrong. Well, moving to from Spurs, there's a lot wrong to two teams that there is a lot wrong with them. Yes. Um, Everton versus Wolves. So it was um, Lopetelli's first game in charge of Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, after getting appointed just for the Christmas break, um, most of these players in both teams wouldn't have gone to the World Cup. I know mm. Portugal had a few. Wolves uh, had a few for yeah. Portugal. Um, I think Everton had a couple here and there. Um, yeah. But Yerry Mina made his first start since mm. the opening day, and no Connor Cody because he he's on loan from Wolves. Yeah. Um, but I saw Everton come in for a bit of criticism for because they're planning on buying him in January. Right. Or, I know they can't play because it's not January already, but they maybe could have done a deal or something. I don't yeah. know. But um, he's obviously was a big miss for them. Mm. He's been good for them. Um, 
but Mina opened the goal, opened the goal, opened the scoring seventh minute in, um, and then what was it? Class of potential. You see the goal? Yeah, lovely good. training yeah, ground corner. They've been working on yeah. that. Haven't they? It was a bit. I think they worked on it, but the when it got <laughs> to Moutinho on the edge of the box, it was almost like he almost didn't want it there. Whatever. But yeah, a very good goal. Nice finish from Potence. Yeah, and um, just I think like just talking on Everton's team really. Um, they started with Gordon Mopai and Mopay and mm. McNeil. Like, I mean, I know that's they rejected good. a forty million pound bid in the summer for yeah. Gordon, like, but yeah. that Mo- screams. Yeah, like Mopay for Brian was okay. Like he was, but he's a player who scores five a yeah, season. Yeah, same. He might who score should six. score ten. Yeah, but because he's just bad finisher. Yeah, he's yeah. And like I said, McNeil, relegated player from Burnley. Gordon, there was a sudden hype, and people we wanted him supposedly, but. Yeah, they're 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 in a bad bad way. Where the hell was Calvert Lewin? Is he still like wearing dressing skirts and got his handbags and perming his hair? (laughs) Like where? Like I know he's surely not injured again. He got well. You'd hope not, but he must be out. What was he doing the last forty-four days? Yeah, (laughs) I think to be fair, I actually think he is in. They've got City. They got City. Yeah, they got City next. I think they want him back for City. So, Um, I mean, there was a few chances for Everton, (laughs) a few chances for Wolves, but it ended up being. A breakaway goal from Out Nori. Yep. Then the ball got played over to Dharma, who put in the worst cross <laughs> ever. But it was a massive deflection. <laughs> there was three players in the box, and the cross has been pulled back. To like no it's, one. It's going out for. A, <laughs> it's going back the Everton yeah. way, but it got deflected. Fallen to Out Nori, who's just taken a touch and then smashed Lashed it past yeah. um, uh, Pickford. Yeah. Shirt off scenes. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Absolutely limbs. Goal, the, yellow anyway, card, yeah. shirt off. It was quality, wasn't it? 95th but minute. If you watch it, because I. That Ait Nuri, they win the ball back on their edge he of the box. He just sprints, sprints the length of the pitch. Yeah, it's so good. And you could just see it. He's probably thinking about it. His, his eyes were seeing it happen. Just the ball gets drifted across. Lash it home. And yeah, 95 That's something of a difference, though, between getting three points. Not the, the desire yeah, to, to score sprint, a goal yeah. compared to the desire to not to concede. It, yeah. Exactly that. Because Patterson, the right back, Evan, mm. he, he ran all the way back, but... He couldn't get anywhere near right now. He just mm. didn't. And then you see him, he falls to his knees and he's gutted. But, like, exactly what you said, just why were you not neck and neck with right Nuri and defend him? But, yeah, there's, yeah, like, just. Cause he it was just a close game, wasn't it? It was a close game, but. Yeah. Two struggling teams, like I said, beginning at the top of the show. Wolves went into that game bottom. Um, so that win lifted them right out um, off the bottom from yeah. third to bottom. And that pulls Everton. Back a point it. off relegation. Even closer, yeah. Um, Wolves are now 18th, aren't they? One point off Everton yeah. and 17th. So. Yeah. Um, Everton one win the last five games. Three wins all season. Well, Everton... It's not looking good. Everton, for, um, one point from possible 12 in the last four. Um, lost the five previous from seven. So they've got four points from 21. <sighs> they've only had three wins this season. They've lost 21 games in a calendar year. The most ever since... They've done it twenty one. They've lost twenty one games in ninety seven and two thousand and five. Like it just, it just isn't looking good at all. Everton are so far in the mix. It's a joke. So I was thinking this earlier. What, what was the trigger? And can you picture it? That has changed Everton from being a top eight team. You would always think, oh, they've got a chance. Oh, I don't want to fan. I don't want to play there. Yeah, yeah. To be in this dross, <laughs> god awful bottom six team. Yeah. I, I don't. Is it a, is it Ancelotti leaving? And possibly. I don't remember coming in. But but like you said, I I off to men now. I don't remember them being good. No, but they, they were always. Yeah, but no, no, no. I'm with you. I know. So I'm just. I just now all of a sudden, like you said, it's. I now think of Everton as right. They're battling down the bottom there and all mm. side. But yeah, 
they had that David Moyes era and even more recently had some better times but yeah and I'm sure they would swap those right now for what's going on but yeah I just don't know maybe it's just been a slow like in- incline like, like you remember you brought up the Burnley and the mm. Southampton sort of slow incline they so think decline they're, sorry yeah, they think they're doing okay but then suddenly they're in this state because last year for me was the first year in my sort of lifetime I think that or my supporting football they've been, they've been that close yeah. that close yeah. and they if it wasn't for the teams below them were even worse I know that sounds silly but they were, yeah. they were that bad and Everton were had cut Richarlison kept them up at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Um I think they've had like within sort of last fifteen, twenty years, I think yes, they've had some near near misses if you like to relegation. But overall like you said they've always been I'd say at least top ten battling for Europe mm. and causing a few upsets. For some reason I always think Arsenal going there they always I mean yeah. it might be a t- like a really good record, but I always think that's always a tight game, it's always mm. night and raining, it's just difficult. But yeah, with Lampard they, I think because of what happened at the back end of last season at home, their home record, they think they're going to be all right. But I, yeah, I can't. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Well, the top man, it it's got to be bad, bad recruitment because under even under Martinez, they weren't. I didn't particularly like. They were okay, but they had good little players. I know they had Lukaku, Morales, Delafoe, who could do some stuff. Fellaini was always a good, was decent for them and always a threat. Yeah. Um, but like I said, now they've got they've replaced the likes of Lukaku, um, Richarlison with the likes of Rich, um, Mope and McNeil. Yeah, and they said Mo- Mope's not really like, um, he, like you said, he might be a, a good player within a a good side, but he's he's not going to keep you up, is he? Not going to score ten goals. He he might he barely scores four or five. Like you said, it's just yeah, it's it's a strange one. And I think the the big thing that defeat on the flip side for Wolves, but on what I'm about to say, but Everton losing last minute, last kick of the game to a, a side that were bottom at the time, bottom of the table at home on Boxing Day, they should be going into that going, right, we're going to win this and fight and whatever it is, they should be scoring the last minute winner and yeah, I think that def- that that manner of defeat is just, that will kill them, that will absolutely kill them and mm. the flip side for Wolves, that is Massive. enormous, that is enormous. Funny you say that because I've got a little screenshot here of the uh, bottom six, uh, no, bottom seven from Bournemouth to Southampton. Yeah. So they like said Wolves went Wolves were bottom on ten points. They're now one on thirteen. Mm. Everton dragged in fourteen points, one above the relegation. If Everton win that, they're in they're sitting they're in fifteen. Yeah. They're sitting in thirteenth. Yeah. They move straight out, up. Out the um out my little mm. screenshot of teams are gonna get relegated. Yeah. Um and they'd be quick maths here five points clear. Yeah. Four points clear at the bottom, like. Yeah. But they've like I said got City next. It's Yes. Is it at City? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's irrelevant, but I think it is. Um, yeah, it's away at City. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're... Because, they're, like, 19 goals is obviously not great con- like concede that amount, but they're not necessarily leaking goals. They're, they're struggling to score, but... Even when they played us uh, at Tottenham, they were just awful. They were just absolutely awful. Awful side. And Yeah, like I said, that bottom lot, sort of, yeah, Bournemouth down, and I, I know Leicester on 17, but... Yeah, Bournemouth down. That is a uh, each game it changes, doesn't it? Like one mm. team might get a result, might draw, might lose, whatever, and it, it swaps about all the time. Mm. Well, we'll talk about West Ham in a bit, but remember you turned to me about West Ham Everton uh, level on points, level on goal difference as mm. well. Um, that Everton are only a point above relegation, but they are only two points off bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It shows how tight it is, but also yeah. Like that. And uh, yeah, that's it's not it's got to send alarm bells ringing yeah. for Everton. It's not just board. It's not just 18th. They are. 
yeah, like I'm looking at it now, they are two points off 20th, so it just shows you how tight it is. And that's the question, Does is it time for Lampard to go, essentially, and get someone in that's going to keep him up? I mean, I personally have no faith for Frank Lampard. No. He, he might keep him up because the others are crap, but oh, I don't yeah. think he's the long-term answer there no whatsoever. Way. And they, they're building a new stadium, I know you're very fond of, but... Yeah. The um yeah they <laughs> like they've they've got all this stuff going for them they want the new stadium they're moving and they want to be this top side but essentially they've they've got it all wrong the management is wrong like you said the recruitment is clearly wrong they're selling their best players and bringing in just utter rubbish compared and to paying a lot of money for them as yeah. well yeah so yes they want to move on and they want to be this sort of top ten side and brand new stadium but if your manager is rubbish and your players are rubbish it's it's only going to go one way so and if they get relegated. And moving to a new stadium, that is... Oh, God. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to bring up. Awful. The pressure of having that new stadium in the background, knowing we're going to have to pay for this. Oh. <laughs> it was like West Ham. When they moved into the London Stadium, there was, they weren't great, were they? And that, that, was, that was a topic of conversation. It's like, mm. if we were in a championship, we got a London Stadium, bloody hell. And well, at least they only had to rent that. Yeah. <laughs> but if Everton, yeah, Everton go down, they've got this, this brand new stadium. It's, mm. Yeah, it's not looking good at all. I would quite like them to go down, though. I, I don't know. I, just, I wouldn't. I like a big club falling on its sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd be very. If Frank's still the manager, I'd like him to go down. I think they'll go down. But realistically, who, just say he walks tomorrow and gets sacked Dash. tomorrow. Dash. Yeah. If I'm at the bottom and you get a new manager tomorrow, Dash comes in now. Yeah. Yeah, comes in without a doubt. Four four two. You win at home. You finish seventeenth. You go again. I do. That, that's actually a good point there because I do think. Southampton have missed a trick. I might be completely wrong, but yeah. I don't think... Is it Nathan Jones? Nathan Jones. That's such a tiff... He's in... Uh, we'll talk about it, but he's... We can talk about it now, to be fair, yeah, well, as it's the, the next game, but... Yeah, that is... He's in a really... They've lost... Their really last four, no wins in five. Last five. Oh, I just... Yeah. As you've said enough times on this podcast, it's not looking good. No. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> such a... It's such a task. And we spoke about... We spoke about Wolves, Everton, uh, Bournemouth and all the rest of it, but yeah, Southampton actually 20th as we speak, and... Yeah, f- lost four in a bounce. It's not. It's such a huge task for someone that has no experience at the, at the Premier League level. I mean, it only takes a win to um, turn things around, mm. and the next game is away at Fulham, yeah. followed by home to Forest. So that is a that's an almighty game on. Yeah, the Forest four, four for Jan. Forest is big, and Fulham are good at the minute. So mm. that's not. Again, that's yeah, probably a loss. Tough game, yeah. yeah. But um, have you got anything else to add on on Wolves? Oh, it's a good win for Wolves, or the first game for Lock Patelli. Yeah. Um. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, it's first Wolves first win in six games and like I said, Lopetegui's first league game, he's they won in the cup as well in his first game, so two on a bounce for him. Um yeah, maybe they got a new manager bounce and he's a he's quite a, a high pedigree of coach mm. and manager, so maybe he might be the difference for them. Whereas Everton have got Lampard, Southampton have got um that Nathan Jones, Forrest mm. have got Cooper like sort of unknown managers at the top level and maybe Lopetegui will be the difference. Mm. I mean, the reason I think they'll be okay is just if we run through a couple of the t- Everton, Wolves, Forest, Southampton, for example, off yeah. the top of my head, if I'm the Arsenal manager, mm. I would sign, and they, I know this might be a stupid way of looking at yeah. it, the, out of all them four teams, there's more Wolves players playing for getting in my Arsenal team. Yeah, and the Wolves have a, a half-decent player. Yeah. a good player. Mm. Matini, I know he's old, but he's a good player. Um, Who's the new guy? New... Nunes it's just, just signed, uh, yeah uh, Mateus Nunes in yeah, the middle I think he's be pretty decent yeah. Podence uh, and um, Neto yeah. are good little wingers um, 
I mean, yeah. all them players would play for Everton. They'd all play for Forest. They'd yeah. all play for Southampton. Yeah. And Jose Sarr is a solid goalkeeper. Yeah. I think. No. Yeah, I agree. And they do have some good players. I think they'll. If they, the manager comes in, they like yeah, luck of the weekend or the couple of days ago when they beat Everton, they can pick up some big results against the teams around them. I think yeah, I think they'll be fine. And yeah. other teams like Bournemouth, Leeds, West Ham will be looking down, not up the mm. table. Yeah, and I think we've Wolves got next. Have a quick look at my notes here. Wolves have got United, United at home next, followed yeah. by Villa away. So yeah, again, two tough games for them. But yeah. I do think over the 38 game they'll be they'll have enough to stay yeah. up. And that's we are we have still got such a long long way of the season to go. So mm. I think that's a good end to, to part one. Yeah, um, we're back with a quick break and we'll discuss um, Arsenal, West Ham, and a few of the other games. And yeah, in part two. Yes, sir. Hello, listeners. It's former England and Premier League player Matt Jarvis here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Remember to support the podcast by sharing with your friends and family and leaving that five-star review. Now come on, you irons, and stay loyal. Cheers, Matt. So, from one hammer to talk about the real hammers, <laughs> or the current hammers, shall we say, and... I don't think the only reason Tate's woke up today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tate, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so it's been 45, 44 days since you have been able to um, get <laughs> West Ham slander. Um, um, but no, <laughs> we'll start with the game. So I... Let's start again now. Um, start the team. I, before the game, didn't think that Saliba would start. I know he'd been on the bench, but I just thought he just wouldn't play. Yeah. I thought it'd be Rob Holding started. So to see... It was our strongest possible team, mm. apart from Hazou, so I was like, well, I'm confident good, now. Because yeah. going into the game, I was a little bit tentative, a little bit nervous about, oh, I really don't want it. We've been playing so well, mm. I don't want this break to um, derail us or anything like that. Yeah. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't. I because just, yeah, that is one, and it's only one game from the return, but with, with Arsenal at the moment, you don't know, you've not seen them do this ever, so mm. City, you know, you expect them to win every game, uh, even... They're not doing it currently, but even Liverpool, you expect them to be every season top of the table, win mm. every game. But yeah, that's as a probably Arsenal fan, like you said, with that such a long break, you don't know how they're going to come. But they were fantastic at the start. They might, you might need, you might have needed to continue play for that whole year to carry on. But yeah, obviously the other night proved mm. proved or was and a then good showing. Seeing the West Ham starting lineup of Fabianski. Uh, Kufal, yeah. Dawson, I don't know who the other defender was. Kerra, I think it was. Kerra, yeah, that was it. And Creswell. Creswell. I was like, well, I'm, I'm confident now because yeah. yeah. th- that's just Ross. But, um, <laughs> um, so it started off Arsenal. Started well. Um, got a goal. Got a goal. A goal ruled out for offside. From Saka, which was offside, it was, un- was it bit- Saka scored it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was unlucky because the ball got Nketiah, played through to yeah. Saka mm-hmm. and it hit Saka's toes. But then Nketi was off back yeah. it, and yeah, it was offside. Yeah. Arsenal played nice football, keep pulling their all away, and then um, on the breakaway, um, Bowen got played through and Sleeper. but he looked like a player hasn't played for six weeks. Yeah, it was a reckless. Cause I, when it happened, I said to my my dad, I was watching. I was, was that because you always talk about Gabriel has got that big mistake. I was mm. like, was that Gabriel? Um, but no, yeah, it was Saliba, just a, a reckless tackle, wasn't it? Really, it was just a, so unnecessary. And he caught him on the back. It was the, it was the rear yeah. angle you see. He did catch him, yeah. and it is a, it is a stonewall penalty yeah. if you hear his contact. Yeah, and but and Bowen. Unlike most, carried on, tried to get mm. to the ball, whatever, but couldn't quite stand up. Basically, silly foul. Just like you don't need to do that. No, because no, Ben White was on the cover, and um, 
with any penalty against Arsenal, the goalkeeper goes the wrong way or doesn't <laughs> save it. It's just, it's just yeah. a standard thing that happens. Ben Rama straight down the middle. Yeah. 1-0. Um, but then that didn't... Literally all West Ham did that half. Arsenal no. continued yeah. straight away um, and looked to get back back level. And on um, the... Just on before we go on about the refs because we slate them, but, and rightly so, 45 minutes, they give a penalty. Was it Michael or the ref? Yeah, so we were right behind that. And, it and looked, I would... I. Not happy, but if I was a ref, I would have probably leant towards giving it because you know you've got the VAR to hopefully get you out of a sticky, sticky situation. Yeah, he gave it because it did look... It happened quite quickly. It was a bit odd, like the head and arm. But yeah, and then it was rightly overturned, but yeah. Because I was right behind that and we gave it. I was like, that's definitely a stonewall penalty yeah. from where I looked. Yeah, it would. And he took... But he did hesitate. He stood there, put his whistle... And was yeah, like, mm. yeah. And then he... he then went penalty. Yeah. And it took like... I don't know, it sounds silly, but it was like three, four seconds. Yeah, yeah. But that's longer than it would normally take. Yeah. And then, yeah, it went straight. I don't know why he had to go to the screen. They no. could just, he could have just told his old... His, exactly. He headed it. Like, so true. He so um, true. then went to the screen, saw it hit him in the head. Mm. And, um, yeah, that was... After my half time, I was like... The, uh, I was like mm. You're probably quite frustrated because you were... The whole game, you you didn't change. You were no. you were the better team by far. You just happened... You happened to be one down. It's like, yeah. bloody hell, what's happened here? And yeah. But yeah, the second half out. started... <laughs> And Arsenal just were on top straight away. They yeah. just and but the pressure they looked like they'd had an extra ten, fifteen percent in them. And um we got a little bit of luck where Odegaard had his shot, which was an awful shot. Yeah. But he had tried that two or three times in the first half, little passes that were about two centimetres yeah. off here and there. Straight to Saka, great first touch. Smash it, uh, put it in the place in the corner, put yeah, it down the outside. It was, well, one, it was one. almost like because it was a shot from Odegaard, no one expected it mm. to end up with Saka and Saka was in a fortunate position, but Kufau was so so deep. So far, and so I said, far, everyone's so like, off, and people were saying offside. So I said straight away, no, like Kufau's about ten yards too deep. And yeah, like I said, because it was a shot, no one expected it. So Saka was just one on one, basically tapping. Fabianski on it, went yeah. the other way, and yeah, yeah. Just slotted it in. Yeah, it was nice, easy finish. And that was after what's that? Seven minutes, fifty-third yeah. minutes. So yeah, ten minutes into the second half, and then literally five minutes later, um, nice little fifty-fifty in the air, and Saka. Well, I just Declan Rice out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> and he on that Rice was at fault for the first goal. He, lo- he lost the ball initially mm. for the counter, and then yeah, like you just said, second one he gets bodied by Saka twice. They mm. play round him and yeah. plays it to Shaka, who plays through Martinelli. Um, he does a little stop start, wrong foot's Kufau, and then yeah. left foot smashes it bottom corner. That was terrible goalkeeper. Um, yeah, I think he done it with the eyes or something. I think he was going to put it across him and done him near post. That was poor, wasn't it very poor from Fabianski. And um, literally, was that another three minutes, another four minutes later, what have I got it here? 58th, uh, 69th, so yeah, nine minutes later. Yeah. Um, the main man. Shall I let you? I've got. I've just got here. In Ketia, <laughs> I'll let Tate explain. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a lovely goal. So I think Shaka, uh, part, uh, part him on the ball back, I think, played it to Ben White, cut inside Ben Rama, slipped through Odegaard, and then a nice round the corner, and then Eddie and Ketia, span Keller, one touch, thumped it in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I had my coat on, ripped my coat <laughs> off, had this jacket on, ripped this jacket <laughs> off, and I was right in front of the hammers, turned around, 14 and Ketia on the back, <laughs> pointing to the back. Oh, and a worst. few of them, they were they were, they were were right to be fair, they were laughing, they were like, if, how have you, of all people, <laughs> stood, stood there, stood there, yeah, stood there yeah, with yeah. that name on your back? Yeah, you're the only Arsenal fan in that stadium, yeah. even in Ketia for but I did, when, as soon as he rolled it, I was like, oh, please, and then I just thought of you. Yeah, so thumped it. Because it was, it wasn't just a little like scrappy tapping, or 
it was it was a really good turn. Absolutely sold the defender and and good finish and a good goal. But so that yeah. is what in case I know I keep banging on about and people are going to be laughing or say he's crap. But we we'll, we we will miss Jesus. Don't get me wrong about it. But Inketia is a better finisher than Jesus. He's a, Jesus will not score that goal. No. Um, but Jesus will do a lot more than he will do. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I'm not saying he's we we don't need him or whatever. But Inketia will score these goals off his shin they'll come off his angle they'll hit his ass and go in He'll. this is this is a nice goal for him probably the best goal he scored for Arsenal because most of his goals are six yards out yeah. five, three yards out little tappings but I thought he played really really well um, considering this was his first Premier League start of the season I know I've got this buddy counter on that laptop <laughs> and Rashford did I'm score sure. again annoyingly yeah. Yeah. but Enketia scores goals when he starts yeah. he scored six goals in his last eight Premier League starts He's now scored 11 goals in his last 11 starts for Arsenal at the Emirates in all competitions, scoring 11 goals from just 16 shots. Bloke knows yeah. Bloke knows yeah. goal is. <laughs> he's, he obviously just, he's, he's definitely got that part locked down at goal scoring. He's mm. finishing-wise, he, you can't, at the moment, you can't argue with him. So. Which I've always said he would be the perfect signing for Brighton. Yeah. Someone who can actually, actually score goals score. and would get shed loads of chances for him. He'd be the Callum Wilson of Brighton. Yeah. He would just score like 10, 15 goals a season. He'd be fantastic for your fantasy team because he'd play every week. Yeah. Um, well, he's a bit pricey, I thought, on fantasy. No, but he is, <laughs> he is pricey. Well, so he's not played. It was between him or um, Callum Wilson. I chose yeah. Callum Wilson in the end. But he's he will now have three months of regular football. Yeah. Um, up next, we've got Brighton away, which I think will be very tough. Mm. Um, and then Newcastle at home, followed by City and Spurs, I think. But yeah. he'll play all these games, and it's good for him to. He's never otherwise he'd be playing ten minutes here, ten minutes there, and they're all sub appearances. Yeah. First start, first goal, what more can you ask? Like that's Yeah, no, you mm. just yeah. I mean I not I didn't know who Ketty was, but I wouldn't be that bothered about him mm. unless I knew you. Mm. But yeah, he like you said, a good goal, you won three one, comfortable, good performance again from Arsenal. Yeah, there's nothing can't really argue that. The reason I'm quite keen on him is well, it's just how much he's seemed to have grown. I mean, probably only Arsenal fans know this, but his actual all-round game has grown in the last 12 months. Yeah. We were sat watching Lacazette and his fat arse <laughs> do jack for Nothing, six months. Yeah, exactly. Aubameyang. Look, you watched the Chelsea game yeah, yesterday. How pathetic see. was Aubameyang when he came on? You see now Aubameyang, what, what he's really about. And pathetic. I don't know why Chelsea have got him. But this, this young kid, and he's not a kid anymore, the young guy is proven. He's, he's bulked up in the gym. He's got better hold-up play now. His touch has improved. And he just, he just, he just looks, look. he's more likable than these two. And that's yeah. what I like, that he's actually trained on beyond the training ground. He hasn't got many minutes, he hasn't really complained. But when he does play, he's normally always quite effective. Yeah, and he, he's part of a team that are top of the table and absolutely flying. He's got a manager that basically believes in that whole squad and mm. has got them all running and doing exactly how exactly what he wants them to do and how, how he wants them to play. So, I mean, yeah. after the third goal, it was a pretty... Dull effect, nothing else at West yeah, Ham. It was dull, it? When that third went in, it was well, too favourable. When the second goal yeah. had gone in, it was. They had one shot in the 90th minute, and. Yeah. I, I was actually quite disappointed with West Ham, thinking I thought, not. I didn't care, but they were, I thought they would have done more. Mm. I thought there yeah, was more. But that is the. When we play West Ham, that is the side that we should play against, isn't it? Mm. We should roll them over West Ham. They're just is what it is, should beat them. But whenever we play them, it is like. Everything is the whole world. To, yeah. To both teams, it is, becomes a game that it shouldn't do, and they, whenever they play us, they're good. And whenever they play Arsenal and Chelsea, it just seems that they just roll over. And, mm. and West Ham fans are probably going mental right now, but just 
just calm down, <laughs> put both hands back on the steering wheel, and just take a breath. But actually think about it. Every time you play Arsenal, you roll over. That's simple. I mean, simple matter. I think of fact. you brought it up on the on a podcast a while back. Um, hasn't Moyes got a, some sort of record? Disgusting. I've got it here. Have you got it here? Disgusting. Yeah. Away from home against top six. It was basically like this. This is just uh, in relation to Arsenal, but. Moyes has now lost 15 away games at Arsenal. That's the joint worst record of any manager against any opponent. So, for example, Redknapp has 15 losses at Man United, which was the worst. And Moyes now has 15 losses away at Arsenal. Mm. Yeah. just Obviously, that's a, a David Moyes record. But, yeah, just, it's just poor. It's just They're just poor. When West Ham mm. away at Arsenal are awful. And, like, so yeah. They're just David Moyes had taken over... Roughly the same week Arteta did. So Arteta's been in charge three years as a Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, Arsenal look like they're slowly improving, keep improving week in, week out. Like over the three years, this we're on a steady trajectory up. Hopefully, continues this way. I think West Ham fans now are collectively starting to raise doubts. Probably for the first time in his reign, that they're bored now. They're bored of David Moyes. Yeah, they've they've got to that point, and they've got some obviously the figures and some of the things that go on but yeah now all of a sudden you see things and now there's a mate they might have been this for a long while but yeah after last season you'd think they'd be absolutely fine they're mm. they're happy obviously they're not happy with results and performances but you stick by your manager and yeah now all of a sudden they want Moyes out four losses in a row two two of those losses were at home games against sides that they consider themselves equal to Palace and Leicester they've only con- they've only scored twice in four and conceded eight goals like we said earlier, West Ham 16th, two points off 20th place. Um, yeah, so Southampton are 20th, scored 14. West Ham have scored 13 goals. Yeah, and just, there's so many things, and like probably, I mean, I could go on forever about West Ham, but mm. yeah, they're they're so far in the relegation fight, it's ridiculous. Mm. So Antonio played up front against against Arsenal on Monday night. He was dross. Mm. I mean, I know Skamaka got injured in this yeah. little pre-season thing, but he hasn't really set the world light. I don't really no. think much of him at the moment. But another £40 million strike that you think, oh. where are they going to get their goals from? And Rice had a very, very poor game. Yeah, He was, he did, he just, he's gone from England playing that. And mm. what has happened to, I mean, the West Ham fans would like to know what they, their thoughts are, but what the hell has happened to Suchek and Kufal? That's what I've got who were, who were really good when they first started, but, yeah. oh my God, they were awful. Well, that's, I've got the squad that reached the Europa League semi-final, players like Kufal, Suchek, Ballon Dawson, Cresswell, Jared Bowen, like the list, the whole squad, the list goes on, but now all of a sudden, this these these uh, this group who were so fantastic last year that made, made West Ham massive are suddenly terrible players Moyes mm. needs to go. We should have a team of Paquettas. Like it's just he was dreadful. Yeah, and again on Paquetta, he was absolutely dreadful. The Paquetta chat during the World Cup from majority of West Ham fans: Why doesn't Moyes build a team of Paquettas or build a team around him and like-minded players, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Now Paquetta, I've I've seen loads of stuff, isn't a West Ham player in inverted commas. Like, well, what you were saying four weeks ago that he's the next best thing, and now you you think, oh, actually we're West Ham. Let's bring ourselves bring ourselves down a peg or two and get rid of him like. what was that tweet I sent you it was like um, David Moyes buying Paquetta is like my nan buying Sky Q yeah, yeah exactly that <laughs> yeah just stay in your lane exactly that just stay in your lane but, uh, they were just so I was talking to Silas earlier before the podcast and I was like have you got any questions like, and he said oh serious question though but answer it seriously <laughs> um, who would you like to be who would you realistically think the next West Ham manager would be or, or 
Terry yeah. Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you you said off air Sean Dyche. You said that was the yeah. Dyche Dyche should be like I'm saying for everyone, but fourteenth <coughs> down, so Bournemouth down. If you lose your manager, Dyche should be in a taxi outside, ready to go. Bielsa, Dyche. no way. Bielsa, no way. <laughs> he can't get Suchek and Kufau <laughs> running round, can he? No way. Uh, mine would always be the same answer that I've said for for months. Scott Parker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I do think West Ham are the team that. They're they're above the teams that Scott Parker have always managed. He's more Bournemouth and Fulham, who are always going to be relegation mm. candidates. So they're all thereabouts. Parker West would be Ham good. He'd get him out of the championship, I think. No, but I do think Scott Parker would be a good manager for them. He's got obviously history of West Ham. I know they fell out when they let, when he left because he went to Spurs. Um, but I think a young player, young manager, wants something to prove. I'd, I'd have Scott Park all day. And yeah, I mean, me, I think they they should keep Moyes as it is, and but they sh- they should go back to how they were. They yeah. shouldn't have yeah four four two. Just we yeah. They shouldn't think of like I know they bought Schmack and they're trying to make him work and Paqueta and things, but they were good last year from doing what they did. They need to go back to what they were good at, and maybe they are trying it. And sometimes football and games you don't get the just doesn't quite happen you miss chances or you get dodgy decisions whatever but yeah I just I don't know I just don't think Moyes David Moyes should definitely should not be gone they absolutely mm. loved him last year they're still at the European Conference like I said they're probably the best team left in that competition it's yeah I don't know but are, are they honestly I think West Ham fans this is probably their biggest fear are they uh, Declan Rice away from being like proper dross but, uh, like just say, just say, just say for instance, ACL. I don't wish it on him at all. But ACL next game, yeah. he's out for the season. Yeah, where well, are they going to get? You'd think so, wouldn't you? He's their best player by a country mile. He, he will. He has to move on this summer. Yeah, because he's, this is he his penultimate year in it. Yeah, yeah he, he has to move on. Um, but yeah, you'd think sometimes it changes and they galvanise themselves. But yeah, if Rice was to leave now or go injured, whatever, yeah. They're, they're no better than a Southampton, Forest, Wolves and all the rest of them. Mm. So. But in saying all this and what we just spoke about and we laugh and joke about them, but they do, their next run of fixtures are quite favourable. They've got Brentford at home, Leeds away, Wolves away, Everton at home. And I genuinely believe they can't lose any of those fixtures. Can you repeat that again? So they're, they're, they're all basically six-pointers around Yeah, there. pretty much. You've got Brentford at home, yeah. probably Brentford are mid-table. They're quite a tough game. They're not, they're not in a relegation battle, but... Then they've got Leeds away, Wolves away, and Everton at home. Yeah, so they've got Le- Leeds, Wolves, and Everton, the three teams. Three in a row, because after the one that... Abo- the one above them and two below them. Yeah, because after those that little run, they've got Newcastle, Chelsea, and Tottenham. So that's what I'm saying. Those four, Brentford, So three Leeds, points there, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brentford, Leeds, Wolves, and Everton, they cannot lose. They can draw all four, but they just, I just don't think they can lose any of those games. Mm. Um, but yeah, when they play us, it's a totally different game. Well, I think that was Everton's last win, wasn't it, against West Ham? I think uh, something like that. One nil, possibly. Yeah, remember them winning one nil at the um, at Goodison not too long yeah. ago. Um, before we move on from this game, just a quick note on Arsenal. Quickly, obviously they're seven points clear at the top now. Yeah, I've still got stuff on Arsenal. I mean, going into the game, I was a bit. I was like, if we win, we're eight clear, and I was, and then I completely forgot about Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, they're second at that um, game. Obviously, we're recording it today. Prior to play to tonight, so. Prior to Haaland scoring, Nigel ever bet? Shall I say nine goals he'll score <laughs> in the first twenty minutes? <laughs> um, Arsenal sit, um, yeah, seven points clear of second place, forty points. 
that's the same number of points after 15 games as the last two seasons combined Arsenal have got yeah very very good won 10 consecutive Prem home games first time since April 2019 I thought it would be more considering we play at home every week yeah (laughs) (laughs) according to you yeah well you did have West Ham home so it could be an easier fixture to come back to but no four four wins on the bounce you've scored in every game of the Premier League so far yeah I mean it's the third time at home but Fulham, Liverpool and now West Ham, you went behind those fixtures and won every single game. Uh, the only other time you've gone behind uh, is United away and you lost. But that thing about Spurs going behind, struggling and we're playing terrible. But Arsenal, have d- obviously, what happened four times and they've got three, six, nine points out of those possible times that gone behind. So just shows you that a different style, different tactic or whatever, different uh, mental process going into a game. You're better off, surely. But yeah, you just start. You start very good. You're the, you're the better side the whole game. West Ham were so far off it, mm. and yeah, I think sadly the for many other fans the title race is well and truly on. No, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Newcastle more in it than we are yet. <laughs> no way. No way. Not yet. Not yet. Well, you. I said I you've said lost one game and you've drawn one game. Yeah. You've won thirteen. City won ten. You are so far in this. Like I said, ten, give me 10 points above City, and I'll say, I said it on the podcast, 10 points above City, and we're in a title race. So let's talk, theoretically speaking here, so you, when you both get to 16, say you win your next one, 43, City gets 16, they'll be on 38. So you'll be fighting, the, let's say the gap is five. Mm. That's that's a good gap at 16 games, surely. No. Because there's still 22 games left. Mm. City uh, can yeah. win. Yeah, no. Don't Arsenal's yeah. all-time record. This, this is this is my my main reasoning why Arsenal's all-time record of winning games on the trot is ten. That was the invincible. It's the best ever team I've ever seen for Arsenal. Yeah. You could argue like top top two whatever teams ever play in the Premier League. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have their different opinions on everything. City have won the league like three times in the last four years, and they're all them teams have won like sixteen, seventeen consecutive games. Yeah. They just do it. Yeah. Liverpool. Came second on 99 points. Do you know how mad that is? They, they <laughs> lost one game all season, 99 points, and didn't win the league. Yeah. How, how can you compete with this? The yeah. only reason there's been a title race the last like two, three years is because Liverpool have worked 110%, not got any injuries. Yeah. They lost. What they had? Only lose two games last year again. I think something silly like that. And they what did they get? 96 points last year. Yeah. Something stupid like that. <clears throat> yeah. And. Still, that's what we're competing against. We're competing against an absolute monster. Mm. And we've got our best striker, who used to play for them, by the way, who then they said wasn't good enough, so they went and got Haaland, who's got 18 goals and going <laughs> to smash the all-time Premier League goal-scoring yeah, record. Yeah. Their second striker has just went and won the World Cup, while our best striker is out injured for three months, and we've got Eddie Nketiah now playing for us. Like, I know I really like him, but yeah. It, yeah. this is what the levels we're talking about Man City you've got to compete with. Yeah, I mean, we get Thomas Partey injured, we're done. You got Elneny. You, you see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, played like 20, 20 seconds, twenty-two seconds. Eight. I yeah. think it was. What a man! But, but that's why I can't. Ten points is yeah. three games. It's when you know. play when you play them, isn't it? When you when you play City. If if even just Newcastle. for example, we're seven clear before we play City, and then we beat them ten. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll be very. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nervous I'll be like okay uh, oh God, maybe, exactly. maybe we can it could happen here 
But I just can't see. I can't see it because of how I know how relentless and ruthless City are. Yeah. Maybe if they get to the Champions League final, or they've got, they've got a really good European run, they might ease off a bit. But I doubt it. They've got so many players to. Yeah. They've just yeah. got Jack Grealish sitting on the bench for 100 million. He just barely plays. Like mm. just oh, we'll bring him on now. Mm. Like, how can you? I don't see how you can compete with that. Yeah, no. But currently you are. You are. I know you. You yeah, say it's, this, it's, but you are. And we have, we've done like don't get me wrong. We have done bloody bloody well over 15 games, but there's still th- 23 games left. You've got to play yeah. City twice. So that's six points done. Mm. Um, my only hope is that Spurs get the finger out their ass and get their annual six points against Man City. I guarantee you get battered by them. <laughs> I think. I think. We if will you do last <laughs> year, you beat them twice and got top four. How the hell uh, have you beat Man City? You beat Man City <laughs> twice last year. Who won I the league? Think when we play them, because our run of fixtures disgusting, and we play whatever. Basically, we play City, and then we think we play you or something. But I think we'll get battered by City the first time, and the second time we'll just it'll be tight. It'll be a draw, or we might lose by one goal. But yeah, a, a City spanking is. Got to happen. We annually lose five nil to City at the Etihad, like every year, like at least <laughs> between three and five nil every year. Yeah. Um, you always get minimum four points out of these City. <laughs> if you, God help us, get six points, four oh, points. I hope we don't. I'd Imagine if you got no. six points and you win the league by six points. <laughs> then there is some, yeah. No, we, no. But this year, this, it sounds silly, but the next. Uh, I'd say next six games I think are City's toughest little run mm. where they've got Chelsea away um, Arsenal away Spurs twice and United I think you're not going to six run mm. six run stretch um, there might even be one weekend where they play they play Man United and we play Spurs um, I'm a quick look sorry. that could be um, that could be decisive but yeah. so that run they've got Chelsea away United away Spurs at home, and then Wolves. But then they play us again and after then got Wolves. Us somewhere, and then yeah, they two games that play us. So yeah, that little run is difficult. But like you said, we are talking about Man City. Yeah, and we expect Man City to win every single game. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be very, yeah. very interesting. I think that wraps up the Ar- the Arsenal chitter chatter. Yeah, and the West Ham slander. Um, get get Scott Parker in. Get him in. Um, keep we'll, Moyes. Keep him. We'll quickly run through. The rest of the game, just risk a quick note on all of them. I've got them here. Um, Southampton 1, Brighton 3. Lalana opened the goal scoring. Southampton yeah. then scored an own goal. Jesse March scored the goal of the week. Solly March. Solly March. Jesse March. <laughs> Lose of the week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Solly March. Brilliant, wasn't it? I'll take that. Um, Warpras missed a penalty. Yep. Um, then headed in the rebound. Southampton looked dire. Yeah, the goalie had a stinker. The Bazzett. Bazunu, the first goal was awful. Bright, Brighton, Arsenal. So this is this is where the title race could just end on on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I think we've beaten Brighton once in the um, Premier League away, um, and that was with no fans. Five thirty Saturday night. Oh, not really looking forward to it. Um, but moving on, um, Leicester nil, Newcastle nil. Three. My God, I think you could have played the under threes and they would have beaten yeah. Leicester. They looked awful. Oh, I know. Yeah, Newcastle just got here. They carried on. They sit second in the table. Just all they scored all three in thirty-two minutes. Yeah. Two up after seven. Yeah. What the hell was Armani doing for that penalty? Oh, it was the biggest foul we'll yeah. ever see. Just clattered, didn't he? Within yeah minutes. And Wood yeah. smash penalty in the middle. Almiron another banger. Yeah, Miggy nine goals in sixteen. That's mm. many in his previous four seasons. Mm. Very very good playing form. Joe Linton another one playing great form. Header yeah, from a, such a soft goal. He's My a big God. big old bully, isn't he, Joe Linton? Um, 
Palace nil, Fulham three. Palace. But, sorry, quickly on Newcastle. This is like their only. This is their Craig Bellamy, Wayne Bridge era. Like Lana, Robinho. It's not. They're not even. They're second in the table. They're yeah. battering everyone. They're. They haven't even bought anyone of note yet. Like Bruno's a good player. They're bought some good players, but yeah, they're still. I mean, when oh eight oh nine when City got all that money, this mm. is Newcastle then. So, God help us. What is to come? Comes the Saudis going to be spending in January. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, there's rumours that Enzo Fernandez is the one they're going to go mm. for. But yeah, which we'll see. Palace nil, Fulham three. Palace, uh, they're probably still pissed from boxing now. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Day, two <laughs> red cards. Mitchell straight oh. red was probably a red card out of control tackle. Yeah. Um, Tompkins' his first start since. Last Boxing Day, Mitrovic defi- define losing your head and getting in someone's head. Two thousand Mitrovic, two yeah. yellows, just yeah. Were, I think they're very soft, but also yeah. Um, One of them used is where it's two reds, full of rubbing their hands together, weren't they? But also on that Tim Ream's goal, the Mitrovic header down mm. hits Mitrovic, Mitrovic's arm like hundred percent hits his arm. Then Tim Ream scores. So why is that being allowed? What was the what suddenly changed? Like is this the refs just changed the rules again? Like, why is that? Every goal... Did it scream at you at the screen? Yeah. <laughs> did, did it did jump, it jump at, you? at you? Yeah, I was really frightened. But, <laughs> yeah, that is the only thing that they've kept the same, is that if it hits an arm and it, then the next play or touch or action is a goal, then it's disallowed. That's exactly what happened. And, yeah, the guy said, no, goal. So, I don't know. No, it wouldn't I, have changed I, I give, game, I give up on officiating in this league, yeah. mate. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's <coughs> um, Villa 1, Liverpool 3... Salah opened the goal scoring. Van Dijk scored from the corner. Watkins then pulled one back. Villa had a really good second half before. I don't. I'm going to butcher his name here, but Badgetek, yeah, the young sure. Spaniard. Yeah. Scored his first ever Liverpool goal. 81 minutes. Game over. Um, what a goal that Salah goal was, though. Yeah. First Trent pass. Trent Robinson. Ball. Robinson's first touch. Salah finish. They. Mm. Yeah, I think Liverpool could, like you said about City, they can easily go and run. They, they do look. Def- Defensively, very shaky still, though. Yeah, I think they might concede here and there, but honestly, I think they'll probably finish top four. Tottenham drop out. Liverpool go on a, a mad run, beat all sorts of teams, and I think they'll get in top four. I think, really. I really do. Above United? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, Liverpool look good. Um, we're going to do exactly what you said on the text. You texted me yesterday. Chelsea 2, Bournemouth nil. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible game. Absolute draw. It's not those games unless you're a Chelsea fan or a Bournemouth fan. You die. It's awful. I don't even want to tell you about those goal scorers because they're both yeah, bang average players. I can't talk about Man um, <laughs> United 3, Nottingham Forest nil. That's Ran- quite similar to be fair. They're pretty dross. Rashford scored. Good goal. Martial then. Oh. Who was that idiot? Henderson. And, not Henderson. It was um, uh, Hennessy. Yeah. yeah. It rolled, just rolled him out like Forster, didn't we? He just, just hasn't played about Absolute shambles. And then Fred scored at the end off a of Casemiro interception and then pass. And everyone was banging on about Casemiro. How he's like a like a newfound gem. Yeah. Like he's obviously <laughs> yeah, he's good. Been, he's been around forever. And won all five sorts, Champions yeah. Leagues. Like obviously, he's going to be well. And he yeah. was playing against Nottis Forest, who were Awful. dross, if you hadn't realised. Yeah. Um, but no, one thing I will say, man, I know I don't like them, but they are worrying me a little bit. Now they've got rid of Ronaldo. Solid. They're slowly... Rashford's kicking in. That's his 10th mm. goal of the season. He's already scored double the amount he scored last year. Which, Martial um, popped up as well. Yeah, ice cold Martial is, still, <laughs> is getting these goals. Yeah. Are they going to... Well, I know they've lost out on Gakpro now because mm. he's gone to Liverpool. Um, 
they're going to have to sign a striker in January of some sort. Yeah. Which top four. Which we will get onto a bit, I think, in after the, after the break. But I think that yeah, that runs through. Obviously, this is recorded before the Leeds game, Leeds City. City. Oh, yeah. I think this could be quite a good game in terms of just goals. Yeah, just chaos. Yeah, because Leeds are a chaos team. Yeah. Man City are controlled, measured. They don't do and it's no, nothing of them is off the cuff. Everything uh, is like planned precision. Yeah. yeah. But in Leeds, I've seen today they've got loads of players out. Oh God. Loads sake. of players like they're. Pl- I mean. They're not well beers, but the players that start from Adam Somerville, uh, Bamford's still out. So their main, some of their main. Oh, Somerville's players, out, is he? Yeah, Somerville's mm. out. So could be uh, a man see also, and also on that, like Pep talks, and they for some reason they always give Leeds respect. Like everyone says, are oh, they the hardest working team, and they run you and all that. But City going beaten four nil, five one, six nil. Like they're just going better. I think last season. City won 7-0. 7-0 and at the, uh, the, the Etihad, yeah. 4-0 or something at Ellen Road. So That's what used to really irritate me about Bielsa. They're like, oh, but exactly that. credit exactly to Bielsa. Point, yeah. they were like, no. You just batted him. Yeah, You're saying that because you know you're going to win 4-0. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a weird weird relationship with Leeds. But, yeah, that's later on. The, the Viking is ready. The, <laughs> the real Viking is ready. Um, I think that uh, pretty much sums up the... The preview, the review, sorry, of the um, of the games. Um, should we have a quick break, or should we just go straight into it? I would go straight, straight into it. Team, right, team of the week. So, team of the week has returned mm. as the Premier League has returned. Flicking from a paper, sorry if you can hear this. Um, trying to find it. Team of the week has returned, and so has um, the fan vote. Yes. Um, prior to recording, it was between Jose Sarr and Robert Sanchez for the GK, and I think Jose Sarr just edged it, didn't he? Yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure. Should we have a live, a live update as of 15:36? Polg's been up uh, since this morning. I think it was 60 per 60, 40 percent. 60 to 40 percent. Yeah, Jose saw. So Jose saw's being locked in. Mm. Um, the defenders. I don't know if you want to go for the defenders, Jack. Uh, yeah, we've gone for Ben White. I think he didn't quite get an assist, but he. He done a little nice little cut inside, gave it to Odegaard and Enketia's goal. But I didn't see his. Nu- I saw his numbers and like his little highlight reels and stuff. But I think he had a good game, didn't he? And no, he played really well. Yeah. And um, for someone that apparently struggled to take on information for England, um, I don't think seems doing all right. Seems to yeah. do all right. Um, I know. I was just really impressed with him. He's really confident on the ball. And from watching, I don't know if you ever watched the Arteta thing with Carragher. Mm. Did you watch? He's basically said that he signed him. As a right back, yeah, that was his long term plan. He said he wanted to last year he didn't have the 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 cover at centre back to play him right back, yeah. But um, now Saliba's come back, he was like, no, he's our right, our right back. Yeah, no, he had a good game, and then so, next to him we got Robertson, yeah, who then became the all time leading assist assist taker holder uh, maker or maker, goal maker or yeah, uh, top leading assist with fifty four in mm. Premier League history. Can you name some of the others? Um, Leighton Baines who he beat, didn't he? Yeah. Um, top of my head. I know Trent's got to be up there, Trent, really. Yeah. Um, what about an old school? Old There's school. two. So you, yeah. I mean, I know because I've seen it. But so yeah, you got Robertson, Baines, who's of old school. But uh, Robertson, Baines, and Trent, and then you got two like classic, Ever? old school. No, no, older than that. Um, but Premier League, both left-footed. 
left backs. Um, Ashley Cole seems too obvious. No, Ashley Cole. No. Older than Ephra. Um, oh. Like before Ephra's time. Who's the one United has? Is it De- Dennis Irwin? No, 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 not Dennis. No. Not that old. There's a little bit in between. I'd say, so one of them is main team was Chelsea and I'm pretty sure Southampton. Bertrand? Oh, he's older than him. Older. I'm having a stinker. Old Wayne Bridge? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, main team Chelsea. Oh, Graham Lasso. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham Lasso. And then before that, his team. So, Graham Lasso is one of them. Um, and another left back. The left back. Let me just check. I'm pretty sure his main team. Kolarov. No, no, no. Older, oh, older. Kolarov's too recent. I suppose Kolarov might not be, yeah. So yeah, this guy's main team again. Um, played tonight, in fact. And then he didn't play for Man City. Oh, so Leeds left back. Ian Hart. Yes, yes. Ian Hart. Yeah, Ian Hart. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not a lot. Now, I'm not put under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> that could be With my left back knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ballers, ballers. But yeah, there we go. Robertson in. Like I said, yeah, back to team of the week. White, Ben White, and Robertson in the back. Midfield, we've gone with Solly March. Yeah. Not. Um, I actually saw a funny podcast. I listened to a funny podcast earlier. It was a uh, Tim, not Tim Lovejoy. Tim uh, Allen? No. <laughs> I said Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> so who did? T- who replaced Tim Lovejoy on Soccer M? Max Rush. That's why I said it. Max yeah, Rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Solly March is one of them players who is called Solly March. He's not, <laughs> you, you, if, if I called you March, you'd have who are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you don't call him Solly. Yeah, he's just like a full Solly name. March. Like Ben White. Ben White's one of them people. Yeah. And he was like, Ben, you, he goes, do you think his mum calls him Solly March? Or do you think his mum calls him like, just Solly? Oh, that is perfect. There's a few players like that. Like yeah, he says, oh, so uh, true. At the top of my head, he was like, Benicophobia is one. Or, um, <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a I few I know what you're saying. No, yeah. Solly, <laughs> Solly March. <laughs> just... Definitely it's one of them. his full name. Yeah. Um, no, he scored an absolute banger yeah. of a goal. Goal and yeah. assist, didn't he, mm. I think? Yeah, very good. And I think he was the player at the back post wins. They scored the own goal as well. Yes. I think. And then Martin Odegaard was the other one who got in there. I mean, it's probably me being a bit biased, but he was, was good, fantastic. Yeah. Two assists. And he did one lovely bit of skill out the 93rd minute. Mm. The crowd went nuts. I think he had... Um, might be Ben Rama and Bowen on him and he sort of flicked it through one of their legs and got around both of them for Cruyffter and it was quite silly Yeah, but no he's been continuing his great form and fully deserved in the in the midfield for me yep and then last player we've gone for that man Mitrovic was it goal and assist again goal and two assists goal and two assists one yeah. of his hand yeah true <laughs> but yeah goal two assists Mitrovic yeah absolute beast of a player and he's just continuing his form pre, pre-Christmas yeah. or played pre- the World Cup pre-World Cup showed break. it He's absolutely fine. Yeah. Good um, so- excuse me. Good side. Yeah, so run for it. Just Jose Sarr, Ben White, Andy Robertson, Martin Odegaard, uh, Solly March, and Mitrovic. Yes. Um, got some questions here from the fans. Yes, let's do it. Um, so Callum Doyle 6 has sent us two. <laughs> Callum! Um, I'll let you answer these, Jack. Is Harry Kane going to leave Spurs and finally go to a big club? No, he will not leave Tottenham now, I think. That his chance, he's missed that the boat. He's missed the boat. The boat is gone. Yeah. Although there's only one club that potentially I don't know. I don't think it'd probably be the wrong choice now. The I think Man United in the summer if they don't Do buy a striker, that would cause chaos. 
that would cause that. If Maynard had wanted to flex their muscles and be like they used to be in the big yeah. day, like like they just went and bought Berbatov <laughs> once. They didn't need him. Yeah. They just went and bought, bought him, and we're like, there we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we were in this stage, like in Ferguson era, Harry Kane definitely to Maynard, but. No, I think, yeah, he's gone. I think City are the team to go to. He's never going to go to Arsenal. I mean, Newcastle have the money, but that just, I don't think that would happen yet. Um, Didn't even think of Newcastle, to be fair. No. That's not a and yeah, he wouldn't, he'd not, yeah, he's not going to go to Chelsea. Again, United would have been the side if they were really battling. And, and even this year, they might finish top four, they might be right up there, but they're not consistently there every year. So, mm. no, I think he'll stay at Spurs. He'll stay at little old Tottenham. So then we've got... To, well, his, his other his other side note was imagine being Harry Kane scoring 330 relevant goals. Yeah, I've seen that many times. It's a load of rubbish. A load of. So Callum's a Southampton fan, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Sim 20th in the table. Your goalie has got let his wrists. You're rubbish. You're going down with Nathan Jones in charge. Thanks, Callum. Well, Kane might be the go- might be Spurs all-time goat like um, Letizia. Exactly. That's why when you yeah. said that he sent his in, I'd, that's what I thought. Letizia. So yeah, exactly. What's Letizia done? He's Apart from be cancelled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's on. I don't want to talk about that, but yeah, he's, he's doing some rogue things. But yep, cheers, Callum. Um, and then we've got two here from James Griff. One about football, one not about football. Oh, God. Your ideal slash realistic player you'd like your club, your your respective clubs to sign in January? Good question. Go on, you go first if you if you can. Um, I'll. We look to be getting a winger. I don't know if the rumours are true, but this Midrich from Shakhtar's Nest, mm. I don't really know much about him, so I'll leave that alone. Um, I would quite like someone like Leandro Trossard. Really? That is yeah. random. Because um, we're looking for a winger. He can play, seems to play both sides. He's going to be a cheap signing. Yeah. And I do think him or... He, he's got the... Not, I've said it before, he's got the... Um, Capability to sort of do like a jotter, I think. Mm. Play in the smaller games when we're playing the likes of Wolves, mm. Bournemouth, to fill in, give Saka a rest. He can do a job, something like that. That's a off the top yeah. of my head. I'm thinking, thinking something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a, for us, realistically, Tottenham, I think yeah. it's not like. I think if we get a centre half, that would be fantastic. But they get a man. Yeah, off the top of my head, my knowledge is pretty awful. Who do we get? Because obviously there's a lot of hype about that Vardial, but that's just if I say that, it's just like everyone wants Vardial, so it's never. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know to be honest. I wouldn't know. Centre half. I, would, I definitely would like a centre half, but I wouldn't know who. Um, I don't know if you could. Let's have a look in the t- in the league table. I just quickly flick through my brains. Um, is there a lower league one? Um, I don't know who Brian got. Webster. Nah. Webster Dunk. Dunk. Yeah. I would have had Dan Burn before he yeah. gone. I've said it before, but yeah, I don't know. Don't know. It's hard, isn't it? It's what about right back? Come on, give us a right back. Oh God. Oh no, my the one I absolutely love. He's always injured, but Lamptey from Brian. Yeah. I love him. I think yeah. Would you sign and Carl Walker Pika's back? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But he's definitely better than what we've got. I know it's actually you, but no, I wouldn't get. Kufal. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather have a left-footed Tanganga than Kufal. Yeah, Lamptey, if he was fit, he's a joke, absolute joke of a player. Yeah. Okay. And then James Griff's other question is, would you rather never have a cold again or never have a train delayed or cancelled? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So what? Never have a cold, as in snotty nose. So you never got a snotty nose or a blown nose or got cough. I'd never have a cold again. Or I only got one. So. Or you never have a train delayed. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't mind trains being delayed. The, yeah, I'd never have a cold. What about you? I'd go for the train delayed or cancelled really? again. Yeah. If you could rock up at a tube station or a train station, knowing there's gonna be no strikes, no delays, just rock up. They're gonna be there on time. I yeah. get a cold like twice a year. I can handle <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid question. Oh God, thanks, James. I would go. I'd go for the train being delayed. I'd take that. Fair enough. I'd I'd choose the cold, but yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your questions, James and Callum. And um, should we move on to the uh, winner loser of the week? Yeah, let's go for it. Go on, you 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 kick us off. So I've got two winners. Um, my first winner is Fulham. They're nine points clear of the relegation zone. Another good win. <coughs> Playing good football. There were a lot of people's favourites to go down mm-hmm. in their bottom three. I just think, I don't even look at them now as a relegation team. No. no I don't think they've yeah. got any chance of going down whatsoever. Uh, someone's got them away, haven't they? Like one of those, one of the relegation sides. And Southampton. So the next game, yeah. their next game is at home to Southampton, followed by away at Leicester. Yeah. Man, uh, I think that's, that's six that's points that's there for them. Yeah, for those, Leicester and uh, Southampton, that's really, now he's... Really hard. If Mitrovic is playing fit, strong, then yeah, Fulham away is very difficult now. Mm. And That's my, like a yeah, tough fixture. I just thought they've been really bloody good. They've recruited sensibly for once. Every time they go to the Premier League, they normally just buy every random name yeah, under the yeah. sun. Do a Knotts Forest, buy 20 players, play, players, 20 players, and just it's Don't like a real scattergun approach. But they've actually been logical here. Back the manager, sign good players. Although there is rumours they're about to sign Cedric Suarez. So. Oh, I did see that. That might be a... Um, yeah. Might have to retract that not comment. Not needed, is it? It's just not needed. No one needs that player. <laughs> and my second winner of the week is Ipswich Town. So, um, speaking to Jordan, our, um, our Football League fan, Football League <laughs> listener. Yeah, Football League correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Um, he did actually ask the other day when he was getting on the podcast... Uh. So we haven't forgot about you, mate. <laughs> we need an international break. Yeah, we need um, to figure out the football league first. But this Boxing Day was apparently their first sellout since 2002 when they were in the Premier League. And they won, they beat Oxford 3-0, 3-0. and they're sitting second in the league. Mm-hmm. And they had a really good season so far. So no, nice. I thought that's nice that for the first time in 20 years, sold the ground out. Obviously they're playing well. Mm. Yeah, fair nice. play. Good. Nice options. I've got my winner of the week. Pretty short and sweet. I've gone for Julian Lopetegui from Wolves, their new manager. Just a simple one. Their first Prem game or under him. Huge away win at Everton, like I said earlier. To win in that way, to win in that fashion against a relegation rival. Three points, brings everyone closer together, gets them off the foot of the table. And yeah, it's a very good start for Julian Lopetegui. No, no, I like that. Um, Lose of the week. So, like I said earlier, I referenced... When you talk about Brentford and Bremo, I've gone for their centre back Matthias Jorgensen. I think his nickname is Zanka. He's he's the one of the centre halves, and so yeah, this is a bit of a story. But essentially, he's a loser. More, probably more because he's he might be the winner in some eyes because he's wound me up to the highest amount. So he's my loser <laughs> of the week. But right, so Doherty had the ball. He t- Doc, Matt Doherty took a horrendous dive under pressure from this Jorgensen. This this fellow was getting all in Doherty's face, dragging him about, going mad at him. Obviously annoyed, took a dive. Yep, understood. But he was giving it massive time. And then, like like we said about Bremo, 60 seconds later, Bremo goes up the other end, takes an even worse dive under 
uh, forces challenge or not challenge, whatever. And where was this Zanka then? Where was where was he? Where was the same energy that he just he just handed out to Spurs? Um, diving and all the rest of it. His his teammates just done exactly the same. Dive is terrible. It's a pain in the ass. It's it's yeah. It's it's part of the game, but it just happens. It just is what it is. And that is a perfect example of why that player should not react the way he did. Because yes, Doherty dove and it was awful. But your player, one of your main strikers, ran up over and done exactly the same. If not worse, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoever you are, Jorgensen, you can have that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, my loser week is also from that same game, and it is Hugo Lloris. Um, <clears throat> if you want your break, mate, take your break. <laughs> have your two weeks off. You were shit in the World Cup. <laughs> you were shit in penalties. Um. Why on earth are you on the bench? Oh, Please tell me. He's a goalkeeper Are you as tired? Well. He's a goalkeeper. Are you mentally tired? Are you physically tired? Yeah. What? You're the club captain. If you're on the bench, you need to be fit enough to play. Especially as... Like, why Fraser Foster gets sent off after two minutes. Yeah. Right, I've got to play now, but I'm not... I, like, I'm not ready, yeah. Don't be on the bench then. Yeah. And if you're on the bench, you're number one, you play. Yeah. What if you're you fit enough to be on the bench, you're ready, like, exactly. If you're ready, you're fit enough to be on the bench, you play the game. If it was... I don't know. I can understand maybe. A winger, if like, uh, or strike. If Harry Kane got to the final, or and then he wanted a break or whatever. But goalkeeper, man, just yeah. And I'm not saying Lloris, like Forster, he didn't do anything he did, wrong, he didn't but necessarily do anything about the goals. And I'm not saying Lloris would have stopped them from going in, but it just sends a horrible message out mm. to the team. You're like you said, the club captain or captain, where he is, just been in the World Cup final with France, and he's sacked it off and sat on the bench. That's just rubbish. And rubbish. On a on a similar note to that, Varane was the first player to play minutes yeah. from the World Cup final, yeah. and he played. I think he played seventy eight minutes for Man United, kept a clean sheet. Um, close and to being lose of the week was my mate Harry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be on the bench when Luke Shaw was playing centre half <laughs> over you, and Varane's just played a World Cup final nine days ago and came off injured. Yeah, that's I think that shows that everything yeah. Tengar thinks about you. Yeah, and that's this just shows you a difference in opinion. At England, he's probably the first name on Southgate's team sheet. Goes back to United and, like you said, Luke Shaw's playing centre-half. But I like it, yep. Lloris, fully deserved. Perfect. And before we move on to back to the teaser, um, I'd just like to shout out a happy birthday in... The time this probably goes to air, but it's the 28th today, two days. Happy birthday to our mystery um, employee. (laughs) We and Jack employ um, a person to do all our graphics, our designs. The magic man. The magic man behind... The um the talking loyal appearance, um, he likes to be um unknown, a bit yeah. like Banksy basically. Yeah, <laughs> the talking loyal Banksy. Uh, but um, it'll be twenty ninth birthday on great age. on the on the thirtieth. So great uh, age. Happy birthday! What do we call him? The the talking loyal Banksy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever you like. Talking yeah. loyal Banksy. We would give his Instagram tag, but he won't like that. So uh, um, well, happy birthday, mate. Cool. You know who you are. Yeah. For um keep you anonymous right is there anything else you wanted to add on that on the the win or losers team of the week no no all good questions continue to send your questions in however Mm. stupid they are Um, like Griff's one but we'll try and answer them as best we can (laughs) Um, right let's go back to the teaser then to close out the show Wolves were bottom of the league on Christmas day only three teams have been rock bottom at Christmas but safe in May can you name them Leicester Yep. That was the season before they won it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Nigel Pearson's season. Yeah. The 
What, what, the ostrich. The ostrich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, West Brom. Yep. Brian Robson. They were the first team ever to do it. That was the. Was it Kieran Richardson when he was? Yeah, yeah. Up on the. I've got his face in my mind. Yeah, they were the first team ever to do it. Oh, two off the bat is pretty good. Ten years apart they were. So it's the third one. Somewhere in there. Um. Gone blank. Mine's gone blank. Trying uh, clue. Let me let me throw a name out there and then are they currently in the prem? No. That was the clue I was going to give oh, you. Already? No, they're not. They're not in the prem. Okay. Escapes. I'm going to go Portsmouth. No. Oh. No. It was the year before Leicester did it. Year before Leicester. Don't know. Uh, Derby. No. That is terrible. I don't know. You have to tell me. Um, Paolo Di Canio was the manager. Oh, Sunderland. Yeah. Oh, your boys. The yeah. boys. Ah, Sunderland. The Mackhams. The Mackhams. <laughs> oh, decent. Yeah. Paolo was it? I think it might have been... Was he in charge or...? Yeah. Oh, right. It was, it. I think it might have been Gus that got them down there and then he got them out. <laughs> Gus. Oh, decent. Yeah, good. Sunderland in 2000. So it's West Brom, 2004-2005. Sunderland then did it in 2013-14. slash and Leicester then did it in 2014-15 and then went and won the league the next year. year after, yeah. Sunderland then got really out the next year. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the no, context of how like, yeah, good yeah. of achievement that is how is just ridiculous. nuts. I like it. Good question. Mm. But I think that... Does that round up the podcast? What, yeah, I think so, yeah. 90 we're, minutes, a, a solid solid 90. Yeah, we've covered the, the few games that have been on. Obviously, City's night, but yeah. Come on, Leeds. Mm. Can't see it myself. No. Um, so we'll be back... Next, what what day is next week? Uh, probably next Tuesday, like it's normal. Yeah, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. You'll be in the new year on it, so um, obviously. Yes. Thank you for supporting us this year. Yeah. And we look forward to the first next podcast of 2023. Yeah, and if anyone's out New Year's Eve, be safe. Yeah. I'm sure you have a good time, but make sure you listen next week again. Yeah, or if you're not going out New Year's Eve, make sure you're listening. To yeah, the yeah. <laughs> this could be a nice background <laughs> bit of bit of sound while you're cooking your dinner. <laughs> but no, thank you for listening. Uh, continue to send your questions in, share, like, subscribe on our channels and whatnot. And yeah, this will be live 28th in about an hour or so. So yeah, yeah, decent. So happy New Year, listeners, and yeah, take care. Stay loyal. Stay loyal. <laughs>